0: Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the Chronically Creative Podcast, where we talk about creative ways that we deal with our chronic illness, and like I said, Happy New Year. We're in a new year, uh, January, this is the first podcast of the new year, and it might be the last, so I'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, I wanted to come on and just talk about a few things that... Um, you know, are relevant to the new year and starting over and what we tend to do with our New Year's resolutions and how that ties into having a chronic illness. And then I also wanted to explain to you about um, why we may not be continuing with the podcast in the new year. And um, so first things first, um, you know that I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions They're not really my thing and um, basically because I just don't think they work and I think the best thing that we can do is be more mindful um, and aware of ourselves and reconnect with our center and just try to, I know it sounds overly spiritual, but to get in touch with, you know, who we are and live more, you know, just reassess ourselves to make sure we're living authentically and, um, practice self-compassion and get in touch with, you know, being compassionate towards others, towards ourselves. And I think the rest sort of falls into place. Um, I get it that some people are more pragmatic and they like to have a clean slate and turn a page and start fresh and start goals and, and do things that way. But, um, I don't know. I just don't think that, um, setting goals really works, especially when you're living with chronic illnesses, because it's, it's unpredictable. I think that even when you're not somebody with a chronic illness, life is pretty, pretty much unpredictable. So, um, I think the best thing that we can do, not just on January 1st, but throughout the year is just check in with ourselves to make sure that we are connected, um, to the most authentic version of who we are. And, um, and again, to be self, self-aware and self, um, practice self-care and self-compassion and compassion for others in our lives. And, um, I think the rest sort of falls into place from there. So, you know, New Year's, you'll hear a lot of resolutions. People around you are probably dieting right now and, you know, doing their keto or whatever cleanse and for many of us with chronic illnesses we're on special diets all year round we can't really uh switch up our diets you know it's the same same old same old because we have to be on that diet so that's the um that's my take on on the new year and um i hope everybody is doing well and it's really you know disappointing that we're here in 2022 and i thought i think many of us thought that we would be in a better place with the corona situation the coronavirus and it's um it's frustrating um to have to keep going over this again and again with um new variants and having to still social distance and you still can't go resume normal activities that you would normally do in your life. So but um we're going to hope that maybe this year we will get our shit together and <laughs> do something about this. Um it's it's obvious that We are not going to solve this problem with vaccinations because clearly there are people who are just never going to get a vaccine, no matter what people do or say or how many people die. Um, So we need to hopefully come at another approach, maybe with, you know, pharmaceutical medications or something like that. But um, that's a topic for another show, maybe or maybe not which is a good segue into why I decided to um, hop on here. I wanted to just go over and rewind from when I started this podcast. And I did it because I wanted to connect with people who also suffer from chronic illness. And I wanted to make them feel like they had somebody in their corner and to make them feel less alone and to, you know, just sort of um, muse on different topics of things that we deal with as people with chronic illness. So when you listen to it, you can say, oh, my God, me too. You know, this guy understands, you know, and there are other people doing the same thing that I'm doing, you know, probably a lot better. (laughs) And um, you can listen to them. Uh, There's no Or you can listen to all of us. You know, there's no reason to listen to me over anyone else. But I just did it because I felt um, that it was something that I, not that I should do, but that I really um, felt a leading, a guiding, if you want to say, like, you know, um, intuitively I just felt like this is what I should do right now. And... I'm not sure at this point if going forward that um, maybe this is what I should be doing right now. And I may press pause on it and um, it may come back to it in a few months and revamp it and come up with a different idea. Um, I wanted to have guests on and have people who had chronic illness, chronic illnesses and mental illnesses and whatever and come on and tell their story. And, but that got really complicated very quickly and finding guests that were reliable, that were, um, you know, just reputable and, um, and it would become, became very time consuming as well to, to vet people and to make sure, you know, you can't just have people on that are complete strangers and you don't know them and, you know, you have to vet them and, Set up, you know, pre interview calls, and it just became like a lot to handle. And um, I guess when I started this podcast, it was more about a diary, sort of, or like a conversation, just me musing, like I said, um, about my um, chronic illness and the things that I deal with and live with on a daily basis. And and just put that out there to be relatable to other people. And that was sort of the creative aspect of it is just creating this podcast. Um, I'm a person with a disability, so I just created this podcast to uh, involve everybody else in the conversation. And um, you know, listen listenership, I don't I'm not sure how um, how great listenership was, but I kind of put it out there that if you're listening and you want to call in or you want to get in touch and be on the show, uh, the podcast, you know, do that. And, um, you know, there was some feedback here and there, but like I said, um, I'm not sure, like I have been saying, I'm not sure if this is really, uh, I don't want to say worthwhile because that's really not the right word. But I don't know if it's really helping anybody out there. I don't really know if it's um, if if I feel like you know I should continue doing this. But one thing that somebody did say to me that I was really um, put at ease by and sort of inspired by was that this guy that I had met. Um, over the past year, you know, as a podcaster and pretty successful in certain areas of multimedia and things like that. And he said, you know, I did a podcast and when I first did it, uh, nobody really listened to it. And then years went by and people found it and somebody shared it and, you know, and and then people started listening to it um, like years down the road. So one good thing about podcasts is that they're sort of out here and they sit there and waiting to be discovered. And I know from my my personal um preference and my journey, like when you go on to Google or um Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. It's fun to just browse and see who's doing what, or maybe you find something that was recorded years ago and you never heard about it, which is something that happened to me recently. I recently found a podcast, um, about a a guy who, um, came out, he was living in the South and he came out and he documented his journey of coming out, um, through his podcast, and I think it was called uh, Blue Babies Pink is the name of the podcast. I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but I'll have to Google it and find out. But it was a really cool podcast, and it it ended in 2017, so it's been a while, and um, I listened to it recently and was enjoying it, so maybe somebody out there will find this podcast and... um, You know, I have, I think at this point, 20, including this episode, 28 episodes or something. So, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure what to do. So, um, you know, if you are a listener and you're bummed about it, uh, sit tight because maybe I will reemerge in the new year down the road and have, a different uh, take or a different opinion or a different uh, podcast for you. Or maybe I'll just pick up where I left off. Uh, I will continue to sporadically blog because I always have something to say. I've been writing um, for over a decade now, maybe a little more than a decade. So my writing will continue. And uh, you can always find that on StephenFratello.com. Um, and over at themighty.com. So, I will keep doing that. And, you know, like I said, you might hear from me again. But for now, I think I'm going to press pause. And I just didn't want to disappear and ghost those those few people who do listen. (laughs) I just wanted to give you an explanation. But it's been uh, a really... It's been a great journey for me just learning um, podcasting and um, learning the nuances behind the scenes, like, you know, how to not only the technical aspect of it, but more so how podcasts are picked up and how they're marketed and how you gain listeners and all that stuff. And, you know, naively, I thought, well, you just sort of record it and put it out there and. Um, you know, people find it when they find it, and I guess that's my naivete, or being naive, but I, um, I've always sort of been like that. You sort of wrap, get wrapped up in the creative process, and then you put it out there, and whatever happens happens it's not I'm not really a marketing guru and uh, I remember years ago when I worked at an advertising agency um, me and the art director used to always talk about how on the weekends was the time that you know he had the most fun because he would go home and do his own personal stuff and when he was at work it was Business because you can't really be free to create like you want to and do the things you want to because you have to follow what the boss wants and what the client wants and you know uh, that's a cool idea but you know is it going to gain how how well is it going is it going to be marketable and you know all of these things that you have to worry about when you're in advertising marketing and you're trying to gain listenership. Same thing with people friends of mine who are singers or musicians. It's um it's sort of better when people are solo independent artists because they have more control and more say over what they write and what they produce and what they put out there than, you know, people who are signed to a label and they have they dictate sort of everything that you do. So um, you know, this was a good experiment for me and um I, I take nothing but positive things away from it and um I hope that you have enjoyed it uh should it end permanently I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening and you have felt less alone in the world and understood and um maybe inspired to start your own podcasts. So there you go. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up. I hope everybody has a happy, safe new year and take care of yourself. Be authentic, be real, be who you are. There's only one of you and, um, don't be afraid to just live the life you've been given Even when it's limited, and even when it's hard, and even when it's not what you pictured, sometimes you just have to live what is being offered in the present moment and go with it. So, anyway, I wish you guys much love and happiness in the new year. Thank you so much for taking this journey with me.